Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? Hope you have had a super week and a lovely weekend. I've just come back, I'm recording this on Sunday and I've just spent the weekend over at my parents on Anglesey and my brother was over there as well and it's always good because he lives in Norfolk, we're in home firth and my parents were on Anglesey so we're all as far apart as you possibly could be across the country really and so as important as it was that we were there to see my mum and dad it was really great to have some time with my brother as well and we both love getting out in the fresh air so we went for a long walk and had a chat and a catch up and he has boys a little bit older than Oscar my son so we always compare notes on them he's a solicitor uh, so we ask each other about our businesses and quite often I'll check in with him and say what are your thoughts on this and two things that um, came up actually one of them we were talking about competition and we weren't talking about work at this point we were talking about the boys and we were laughing because part of my values part of my personal brand is that and I've said many times I'm a recovering perfectionist but excellence and and achieving the highest is is still one of my goals uh one of my values and we were laughing because we were brought up that there was no taking part that counts. It's all about the competition and honestly, it's all about winning. <laughs> and we were laughing that, you know, that's the way we were brought up and we're still very competitive now. But what he said, which I thought was a really great lesson and a really good reminder for me, and it is something that I try and coach myself on, that actually that competitive edge and that excellence is about being in competition with ourselves and nobody else and it's about showing up at our best and it's about competing with ourselves and comparing ourselves to yesterday's self and can I be that one percent better today or each time I go out for my run can I improve it or each time I show up at an event to speak, can I introduce something or tweak it to make it better or tailored to the audience or whatever it may be, whatever it is in your world. So often I think, what is it they say? Comparison is the, I'm going to say killer of joy. That isn't the phrase, but you know exactly what I mean. And um, yeah, we lose a lot of joy we lose a lot of our edge, we can undermine our confidence and it has such a negative impact when we start comparing ourselves with others. So a really good reminder just being uh, competitive with ourselves and pushing ourselves and challenging ourselves so that we have that growth mindset 
always improving, even if it's just 1% every day, rather than uh, comparing ourselves to others. It's keeping in our own lane and playing our own game. And just on that, actually, um, I, on my way over to Anglesey, I was listening to the High Performance podcast and it was a newer version of, uh, sorry, a second episode with James Clear and of Atomic Habits. Now, I've mentioned Atomic Habits many times on here and I really do believe that as a book, it is a modern classic. I think that will be read and recommended in years to come in the same way that Steve Covey, Dale Carnegie, these books that have become um, Jim Rohn, these books that are well-known business books, I think Atomic Habits is the modern day equivalent of. It is so simple, it is so clear, but it is so impactful. And that 1% improvement in every day is something that he talks about really worth. In fact, I will um, link the episode in the episode notes because I picked up some really powerful reminders in that conversation so hopefully it will be um, of benefit and interest to you as well. So um, those were my thoughts there and then the other thing that we were talking about and this brought up the topic I want to talk about today uh, which is perception and how so often when I talk about personal branding, when I talk about impact, I will say to people, it's simple, but it's not easy because it needs that awareness and it needs consistency. And it's the awareness piece I just want to talk about today. And I know I have talked about this on previous podcasts, maybe in the context of personal branding generally but it really is so important that I felt it deserved an episode to itself because perception is key and we all know that there is reality so reality as we see it but then there is the perception as other people receive and perceive our brand. So I often say we have the personal brand that's going on in our head. So that's how we and, and the impact that we think we make in our heads. But actually, that's irrelevant because it's how, as with any piece of communication, it's not our intention. It is how people understand it. It's how people experience it and it's just the same with our impact and our personal brand so we need to be aware of how our brand and how we impact those around us because we've all we all know somebody in our circle don't we that thinks they are absolutely hilarious maybe after a couple of drinks and actually they start to get on your wick um we also know people that may appear quite rude, quite uh, cool and reserved, but actually when we get to know them, we get to know that they're actually incredibly shy and introverted. That's something that I deal with a lot with clients, particularly those clients who are more process-driven, that are more auditory, that are very good with figures and analytical, and they can often struggle 
with not in all cases but they can often struggle with that more extrovert those more extroverted behaviors and tendencies that can help us in business when it comes to building relationships when it comes to influencing people when it comes to sales when it comes to leadership so these are the skills that are often more difficult but you can imagine if you are coming across in a business environment as cool and reserved and maybe a little disengaged when actually you are shy there can be a real challenge here a real disconnect between what's real and how people are perceiving you and you need to know about this and the challenge here some of you may have come across a Jahari window before it's a great exercise for working out we have there are four quadrants in the Jahari window and we have the um area that is our private self so that is the part of ourselves that we know about ourselves so that may be your imposter syndrome that may be your fear of public speaking that you keep to yourself but you don't share with other people so these are qualities that are actually authentic to you so you know they could be part of your personal brand but you don't want to make them public so that you know it about yourself but other people don't know it about you and then we have the next quadrant the upper left quadrant which is the area of the public self so that is what you know about yourself and other people know it about you as well so that's how you show up on a day-to-day -day basis blind spots next the top right and the blind spots as you would imagine, are the areas that other people can see about you that you can't see about yourself. Now, this is where the gold dust is. This is incredibly powerful because once you can tap into this area, these blind spots and get some feedback, this is the self-awareness piece, then you can actually take action. Now, we all know there are some people who are incredibly self-aware. Often they are overthinkers. Often they are worried what other people think. But then we have people at the other end of the scale that we think, my goodness me, do they have any self-awareness at all? You know, they need to hold a mirror up to themselves. Most of us sit somewhere in the middle and it is something that you can work on as well on your emotional intelligence and your self-awareness but that those blind spots are incredibly powerful often if I'm coaching somebody and I'm working one-to-one -one with them we do 360 feedback and when we get the feedback uh, results there will be 95% that's incredibly positive and everybody loves to hear that and that is great feedback you need to know the good stuff but also there will be 5%, maybe 3% that comes as a surprise. Now, the surprise stuff may be good stuff as well. Um, often we have people that can be self-deprecating that don't realise how good they are. And getting that feedback can be incredibly powerful. It's then learning to embrace that. But there is also that could do better do you know that when this happens, you respond in this way? And it's that type of feedback that we can start to say, my goodness me, 
I need to do something about this. I had no idea. Most of the time we have a good idea of where our potential weaknesses lie but sometimes from doing this for over 12 years now there can be some surprises and it often causes quite a lot of upset and we often talk about why somebody may have experienced that person um, in that way but often we can consider and understand why that uh, comment has been, why that feedback has been made. And then the decision is then what we're looking for is themes because of course feedback is very subjective. So when I'm asking for feedback, I tend to ask it from about eight to 10 people. And we're looking for themes in that feedback that say, actually, this is happening on more than one occasion and we can look for the reasoning behind it. If this is something that is important to your role, then I always suggest people are coached around it. We do some work around it or they are trained around it or they seek out support in that area. It may be that it's something that you think, well, actually, that's not that important to my role. It doesn't it isn't something that resonates with me. So I'm actually going to delegate that. So it's how you then deal with that feedback. And what I would say to you is if you've never had feedback on your personal brand, ask for it. Go out there and find eight people, 10 people. You need more than five because we're looking for these themes and ask people and explain what it is that you are, why you are asking for this feedback. It's around your impact and your personal brand. And then there are three questions that I would ask them. Uh, well, there are actually four questions. The first thing I would ask them is give me three words that come to mind when my name is mentioned in the conversation. So give me three words that come to mind when you hear my name. So that's the first one that will give you some really great guidance. And it'll be interesting to see how many of the words come up more than once, because there's a good chance that's a, a strong part of your personal brand. And then the three other questions I would ask are, what should I continue doing? So what am I really good at? What should I continue doing to improve my impact or keep my impact as it is? What should I stop doing to improve my personal brand and impact? And what should I start doing to improve my personal brand and impact? And you can see these are very specific questions so that you aren't given ambiguous feedback. You are given some constructive answers that you can decide how you are going to move forward. Now, just a little caveat in all this. You may hear something that you don't want to hear, but you have to take or I would recommend that you take the feedback graciously. If you have asked somebody for feedback, it will have taken them some time to think about their answers, but they may be nervous about giving you that feedback. And therefore, it is a gift that they are giving you. So even if you're not happy with it, take it graciously and go away and have a think about how that can improve, how it 
what a gift it is for you. Because what I haven't mentioned is that the fourth area of the Jahari window is the unknown box. And that is the area that you don't know about yourself and other people don't know about you. Because unless we uncover those blind spots in the third quadrant and decide to do something about them, that's when we develop and that is when we step into our potential and that's the exciting area. That is the area of growth. That is the area when we can step up into our potential. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. If you've never had feedback, ask for feedback and always remember to thank people for giving you that feedback. Um, when I do it one-to-one, -one, it's incredibly powerful because we do it anonymously. So we tend to find that certainly within an organisation, some of the feedback can be really quite powerful. But even if you are asking people and obviously you're going to know who's giving you that feedback, you will uncover some gems, I promise you. And as I say, it may not just be the negative feedback that you're given. It may be that you didn't know how respected you are amongst your friendship group. There may be some behaviour that comes naturally to you that you just think is part of who you are, but it stands out in other people and is really um, highlighted by the feedback that you are given through the um, questions. Have a super week, everybody, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.